The following is a Pod Beard production. EST 2016. This is interviews, music reviews, opinions, and more. This is this is the Hotter Show. What is up, everybody? We are Roland Audio here today on episode 266. Of the Hotter Show here on Podbeard Network. I hope you guys are doing absolutely fantastic. Thank you so very much for tuning in and clicking that play button on today's episode of the podcast. I have a really, really fun interview for you here today with my new friends, Ryan and Grim from Please Stand By. And we have a fun time talking all about their starts with music, how COVID has affected them, and really fun chat about influences and kind of the music of our generation because we are kind of similar in age. One of the funniest lines I think I've ever heard uh, actually about Linkin Park's hybrid theory. You will definitely want to hear that line. It is, uh, whew, it's pretty funny. Uh, it's a joke, obviously, but it's, uh, yeah, it's actually going to be the episode clip for you guys who are hearing this after the probably Saturday that I upload like the, hey, if you missed this week's episode, here's the clip. I had to use it for that because it was just, uh, is amazing. I keeled over laughing. It was awesome. But uh, on top of that, we also, of course, talk about the band itself, Please Stand By, and how they formed the recording of their first effort, Trauma, as well as their three singles that they dropped this year. Uh, mainly, we spend some time and get to hear the brand new single, BLM, Black Lives Matter, which we hear near the end of the show there. But also, we talk a little bit about Deliverance, which is uh, actually one of my favorite tracks of 2020. Straight up. It is uh, it is a badass tune. I really, really enjoy it. You guys should definitely go check it out. But we, of course, focus on the more recent single, BLM. And we just have a really fun time getting to kind of shoot the shoot the breeze with the boys. We did have a couple technical issues with the internet cutting out and stuff like that. So if there's any weird... Uh, interference issues or anything i do apologize but unfortunately such is the way when you're doing things social distant here as the uh, covid pandemic continues to uh well be a real pain in the ass for your boy here because i would love to start doing things in person again but such is not day in the cards and that's okay because we are chugging along here on The Haunted Show, and I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. If you didn't, be sure to check out last week's episode, in which I, for the second time ever in the history of the show, and she claims the last time ever, I have my wonderful, beautiful fiancé on the show for a little Ask Sam Anything, in which she answers questions from you guys. So if you haven't heard that, please go check it out. A lot of people were saying it was so fun, because she started off really kind of shy and unsure, but as the episode progressed, she, you know, was the hilarious and fun, entertaining person that I know her to be. And it was just a lot of fun getting to do that with her. And some people said that, oh man, you you talk so differently to her. It's so funny. And I'm like, yeah, it's very true. I do. But it was just a lot of fun. So be sure to go check that out as well as be sure to check out the fine sponsor of The Hotter Show, which you are about to hear a message about. And then we're going to jump into my chat with Ryan and Grim from Please Stand By. Let's get into it. Hey, man, is your beard dry? Got some major itch going on? Or maybe you are a sufferer from the dreaded beard dandruff. If this sounds like you, I've got the solution. Make your beard the meanest it's ever been with Mean Beard. Mean Beard is an exceptional beard care line offering the world's meanest beard oil, beard balm, both of which come in five different scents. They also offer a one-of-a-kind beard enhancer, Mean Whip. Their products are specially formulated with the richest natural carry oils and the finest ingredients to help you grow a glorious, 
healthy, and full mean beard. Proudly made in Ohio, USA for the meanest beardsmen. Now, I personally have used these products for over three years, and I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that they are amazing, and it has truly helped my beard so much. Not to mention that the people responsible for this company and behind this company are freaking amazing human beings. Can't say enough great things about them. Check out their beard care products, combs, and swag on the web at meanbeardco.com. That's mean, M-E-A-N, beard, B-E-A-R-D, co-co.com. When you go on there and check out, be sure to use my code MB15TJH. That's all uppercase MB15TJH. And you'll save 15% off your order. 15%. What are you waiting for? Go on there right now. And while you're at it, be sure to check out Mean Beard on Instagram, as well as join Mean Beard's community on Facebook. And always remember, folks, it's not just the beard, it's the attitude. Hi guys, we've got two of the gentlemen behind, without a doubt, one of my favorite tracks of 2020 thus far, and there's been a lot of badass music, and let me tell you, when I was sent this particular track, which we're obviously going to discuss, I was blown away, and I said, yo, we got to get you guys on the show to have a chat, so joining me right now from the band, please stand by, we have Ryan and Grimm, vocalist and guitarist, gentlemen, how's it going? Good, good, good thanks, man. That man. was a beautiful intro. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so humbled right now. Yeah, for real, honestly. Like, I remember when we were talking about that song and you, like, you had told me how much you loved it. I was like, man, I'm so flattered and, like, humbled by this right now. Thank you so much. <laughs> honestly, it's an honor to be on the show, man. Thank you for having us. Oh, well, thank you. Honor. Wow. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that. I mean, I appreciate you reaching out to me. Anytime someone reaches out to me, I'm always like, oh. <gasps> Oh my gosh, I feel so cool. It's the same and, feeling but, for us, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. But like, I'm not going to lie, because like, like I heard some of your guys' previous stuff, and like I liked it, and you guys were like, I have this little list on my phone yeah. of like yeah. bands I'm going to contact eventually. And, and I think, Ryan, I think you had reached out to me saying that you were getting ready to drop a single. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's try and coordinate it and, you know, life and stuff. So we weren't able to coordinate sooner, but um. When you guys dropped uh, Deliverance, I was like, holy shit, this is a really, <laughs> really, really good song. And I still I still rock it. Like, it's still on my – I said this to Ryan, too. I'm like, I was like, man, like, it's – with all due respect to everyone I have on the show. Like, I love all the music I have on the show. I'm, I'm very blessed in that way. But I have, like, one playlist that's, like, my normal jams that I listen to, like, on the regular. And then there's, sure. like, my, like – local band unsigned band jam playlist <laughs> and that song made it onto my normal like rotation playlist so uh, i'm like that's thanks. uh i'm like yeah, i mean that's, that's better it. than being on a guilty pleasure playlist i think oh, for sure. <laughs> i mean i well that's the thing with me man is i got like on my normal playlist like if you go through that thing you know the cliche like oh i listen to everything you know like yeah, yeah. i yeah i go from like you guys to like Death, death clock <laughs> to like, yeah, yeah, to like Maroon 5. I hear like, that, seriously, I'll go, it's everywhere. I'll go from The Wiggles to Infant Annihilator, bro. Yo! <laughs> the Wiggles slap, man. Yo, no. Yo, hardcore, man. It, gets, it fucking gets me through the day. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's awesome. Well, we got a lot of ground to cover. Obviously, we're going to talk about... <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. We got a lot of ground to cover. Obviously, we're going to talk about the single I just spoke of, Deliverance, because you guys released it not that long ago. 
You also released a single earlier this year that I want to discuss, uh, as well as a little bit discuss about an EP you guys dropped last year. And of course, the most recent thing you guys have released, uh, just literally as we record this, like last week, a badass yeah. new track, BLM, which we are yeah. definitely going to talk about and discuss. <laughs> you guys released a badass video for that. But before we get into all that, let's uh, let's kind of address the elephant in the room for most people right now in the world. How are you guys doing with uh, you know with COVID and everything going on in the world right now? Obviously, you don't want to dwell on this too too much, but how are you guys doing with everything going on right now? Man, it, it was it was a lot because like you know as a band when the year ends, we're guys. This is going to be our year. We're going to do all this. We had everything planned, written out, what we wanted to do. And then we just kind of got dick slapped in the face. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know, it, you know, I think it goes without saying that, you know, not only for us, but for, you know, every band local signed big name doesn't matter. You know, like the pandemic really hindered the music scene just kind of in its entirety. Yeah. And it's been a hard year for musicians as a whole. And like how we ended up kind of getting through like that quarantine period from March to uh, what was it? Like the end of June. It felt like three years, but yeah, yeah. it did. Yeah. But like we were still, you know, talking, we were still, you know, video calling, video calling, working on new material, um, coming up with plans for when, you know, we come out of COVID and what kinds of things, you know, we can do to kind of get the band back on track. Right. So realistically, the 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 band never stopped. There was just a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Still running. Right. We got three singles out. What this year? Yeah. So I mean, we did get a lot of writing done in between, but obviously, you know, one of the biggest things is we miss playing shows. We miss getting around with all our friends, our other bands, and fucking rocking out. And it's just, you know, it's cool at practice. You can kind of kind of play around with it and maybe have a couple friends, but it, it's rough now. You yeah. Know? Like we want to play with our bands and our friends, different venues. Some venues actually got shut down this year because everything's been closed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I mean like what our like initial plans were before COVID was we were going to start working on new material for another, you know, EP or album. Right. And then COVID happened and we were like, oh, well, there goes, there's that. There's, there, there's, there's no point in recording and releasing an album when you can't really do anything to support it other than like online, right? Yeah. When you, when you drop an album, you want to, you want to play shows, you want to go on tour, you want to get like merch made. And you, you want to spread do, it like a virus. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You want to do all this, you want to do, <laughs> <laughs> you you do all this stuff, but you can't do it. So we were like, okay, well back to the drawing board. <laughs> yeah. It's just a lot of writing and getting shit done without having to go public is what we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you just, you just say to everybody, Hey guys, please stand by, you know, we're uh, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Ha ha. Yeah. That's TJ's yeah. first lame joke of the episode. Um, <laughs> but it's, and it's, it's hard. Like a lot of people that I, sp- I speak with, especially obviously since March, it's a lot of the same stuff where there are some bands that have literally just completely kept quiet and not done a single thing. And yeah. I do get that because it's like they're waiting. But I think, sure. you know, like with what you guys are doing, I think it's smart where still release music, come out with some strong singles. Hey guys, we're not we're not dead. We're still here. We're doing our thing. We're getting ready to hopefully, you know, 
at the very latest this time around next year, maybe next summer, we you can everything can kind of start to yeah get, uh, sure. get the groove back a little bit. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, hopefully you know, sooner. Exactly. But business never dies, right? <laughs> exactly, and that's exactly it, right? Like just because we're not playing shows, just because we're not touring, just because we're not doing all of that, just because you know we're on, everybody is pretty much on like a indefinite hiatus mm-hmm. right now. You still exist. Your yeah. band still exists. Your music still exists. You know, your brand still exists. Exactly. Right? And um, it would be, you know, like in, from our perspective, you know, we, we talked about doing that too. And at the end of the day, we made the decision of like, no, like there's still a lot of, there's still a lot of things to do. There's still a lot that we could be working on that can, you know, help us get through the pandemic yeah mm-hmm. and that being said like you you mentioned earlier about people you know just not doing a thing and waiting and other people really grinding there's been a lot of that from us and our friends and every, mm-hmm. and a little bit of both you know like there's days like i'm just with my girl at home and we we're just drinking the whole day <laughs> because yeah. there's nothing to do right the lcs are open you go buy a bottle you have a couple drinks with your girl and kind of just throw the day away and that's fine like everyone needs those days and then there's other days where we just spend like days at a time actually just writing getting together you know ignoring everyone else and it's it's really back and forth and you know whatever you're doing to get through the pandemic do what you got to do because i know a lot of people are actually having trouble with staying home and their mental health and whatnot so you know if we put stuff out for them it gives them something to do yeah and that consumption yeah Yeah. and focusing on the on the (laughs) band and working on that through the through the the quarantine especially was like really helpful for us i actually think we've gotten a little uh tighter as friends and a band through this pandemic Mm -hmm. oh for sure well you you would have had to have like it's like you might get together for you know a uh and it's hard for someone like me because i've been working the entire time so like i i guess in a weird way of saying almost my point of view of it is like i didn't have to sit at home for more than yeah. I think I had maybe 10 days off. So right. for me, it's like, Oh, I'm that, I'm of that mindset of like, Oh man, it'd be great to sit at home for a couple right. of months until you're doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I get so many podcasts done and like all this stuff. <laughs> and I was kind of like, and then it's like, I talked to friends of mine who'd been at home since March and they're like, nah, like it's not like, it's not good. So having that tight knit kind of, I guess almost like a unit where you guys are yeah. thinking of your brand. You're thinking of, okay, what can we do to keep the ball rolling? You would get tighter because it's like, you, you might, oh, Hey, let's go on a video chat to do this. And it's like, well, how are we doing? Oh, having a bad day today with my mental health, yeah. whatever it's getting like, Today's a hard day. You, you can't help, but in this, in this time we're in right now in this crazy world to kind of get closer with your friends and your coworkers yeah. and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta be there for, everyone in other ways of uh instead of actually being there physically I guess. yeah of course yeah you know like there were even a couple of days with you know the two of us where you know like i was like i was at home with my dog and i'm like yo you know what like i like shoot him a message and be like yo i'm having i'm having a day man can we like video call and like write something or like work on something mm-hmm. or just even like talk about ideas just anything to be productive and like exactly stimulate yourself right that's it it's and that stimulation we don't we, that a lot of people aren't getting because they're not having to go to work right it's yeah. that mental stimulation some people need right 
for yeah, sure. For sure. And it, yeah, like it was definitely like a really good outlet to, you know, help us get through that for sure. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear it. And we're definitely going to talk more about kind of the band itself and what you guys are doing, but I want to go back a little bit here, a little ways back to sure. when both of you started off your musical journeys. When oh did you, what was the first music that you guys ever heard that really kind of got you into music and got you saying, you know what, like, Hey, I want to do this. I mean, I guess I'll start there. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, like music has always been like a big part of my life. Like my dad um, was really like the driving force on like my, my interest in music because like my dad has been writing like um, music charts and blogs and stuff like that. Like b- since before I was born, he's got like oh, two God. published, you know, um, you know, two published books out of music charts and stuff like that. So I was always being fed you know, um, top 40 radio, uh, whatever was current just as I was growing up, you know, um, when I think the turning point for me was, was probably in my like preteen years because he was listening to all that top 40 radio stuff. You know, I was hearing stuff like, you know, like Lincoln park, I was hearing corn, I was hearing, um, you know, MCR and some 41 and, and blank and like all that stuff. And that was the stuff that I really gravitated towards was the, the punk and hard rock, um, metal stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that evolved over time. Um, and for me doing vocals, um, it started with, uh, sort of a slipknot actually, Corey Taylor. Um, you know, I was already singing and uh, doing all of that to all the stuff I'd previously listed. But then, like, I got first introduced to Slipknot, and it was like their, uh, it was like Volume 3, Iowa, their self-titled. And Volume 3 was my introduction to them. And I was like, I love his singing. It's so great. So, like, I'm singing along with him. And then this motherfucker starts screaming. And, yeah. I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm singing along to the song. And he starts screaming, and I have to stop. And I'm like, yo, I can't do that. <laughs> but well, I want to keep sound. singing. Yeah, but I want to keep singing. So, how do I learn how to do that? And then it just evolved from there. You know, many many hours. Many That's hours. Crazy. It, it's funny because, like, being you know, because uh, like I don't know exactly how old you guys are, but I'm assuming you're like young millennials ish, kind of. Mm-hmm. Given given your your around that time when they were coming out Lincoln Park and all that, like that era of music, someone like Corey Taylor, he's so crucial in the sense of that. I mean, that was my first introduction really to someone who could sing so well and then also scream the way he does. And it's like, this is the same guy. The dude who does bother is also the guy from Slipknot. Like what? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, you know, so he was my, like, first, like, real inspiration as a vocalist to get into screaming and really dive headfirst into the, the metal and hardcore scene. And then from there, it ended up, you know, evolving into, you know, like, early Bring Me the Horizon, early Parkway Drive, early Devil Wears Prada, um, you know, and then I got into Whitechapel, and then it just, like, evolved and evolved and evolved, and here we are now, you know, you know 13 years later, right? Well, it's funny too, because like even like Whitechapel, it's funny you mentioned them because I just, I was obviously like Whitechapel, one of my first 
favorite like kind of deathcore bands, but yeah. then I kind of got out of them. And then I heard the Valley, which is their latest record. Yeah. And I was like, wait, this, this, this motherfucker can sing too. Yeah. I was like, like it blew my mind when I heard uh, Hickory Creek. I was like, Oh, who's doing the clean vocals on this? It's like, that's it's Phil. Phil. And I'm like, <laughs> it just blew my mind. So it's funny you mentioned him because like, when I heard your your vocals, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think I I paid you the compliment where I, I I didn't realize I was giving you a compliment, but I said like, oh man, you're you're a clean vocalist and your your heavy vocalist guys are great. I, I thought there was two people doing it because you've is, got like, is. oh, is the, okay? Sorry, I That's thought me. that you had said. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. I thought screens. that I do all the screams. Okay, okay, yeah. sorry. I thought that. I, I swear to God, man, I must have been thinking of someone else, but uh, no, we're not that talented. Do <laughs> 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 your research harder, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but well, and it's funny because like completely shifting gears now from what I was about to say, you guys blend it so well together that I, I thought it was the same person. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> but we actually yeah. we were in a band in high school together. Yeah. Well, I, I was well you school. were in high school. I was already out of high and school. And then we took a couple years break doing different bands. We separated to different bands. And then For about five years, yeah. About five years. And then he called me up one day. and was like, hey, you want to start a band? I was like, fuck yeah. And we did. <laughs> <laughs> it was that easy. <laughs> but it's like our, easy. Chem- our chemistry linked right away, just like where we left it off. Exactly. Oh, definitely. But what, when still kind of pertaining to what I was going to say, Ryan, like even with you, with your heavy vocals, you've still got a couple different voices going on with the heavier stuff. Like it's not like some, some guys, they're almost like a one trick pony, so to speak. Where it's right. like, oh, I can do the, the really guttural stuff really well. And then that's it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like, you've kind of got a little bit more going. So it's kind of cool to hear your influences there. You. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the reason I like to do all the different pitches and the different sounds, the different tones is, uh, I mean, a couple different things, right? Like for one, I don't want to be a one trick pony. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have just one core scream that I use constantly that, you know, you listen to our songs and yeah. they all blend together. We don't want to bore them out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being a musician is about being diverse. It's about being versatile and growth and growth. <laughs> and you know, like even now to this day, after doing vocals for 13 years, right? Like I'm still learning, I'm still Mm -hmm. learning new things. I'm still trying new tones and, you know, trying out different ways to make demonic sounds with my voice, (laughs) you know, I like that. And, and that's, that's what it is. Right. You know, I like doing the highs. I like doing the lows. I like doing everything in between. It's fun, you know, and if you're not having fun, then what's the point? And, it, and then, you know, the other thing too, because like we try to keep our music just as versatile and just as diverse, sometimes one scream that you have just won't yeah, suit the sound of a song. It. it just won't suit the sound of a song. It just mm-hmm. sounds out of place. And then it's like, okay, well, how can I do that same tone or that same note, but, you know, m- make it fit make it maybe pitch it differently or something like that you know exactly and then it boils down to experimenting and Mm -hmm. trial and error and that's just it's all part of it yeah definitely let me let me be clear folks when i say guys who are one trick pony i don't mean that as an insult 
Because don't get me wrong, there are some one-trick pony vocalists out there that I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, <laughs> just, likewise, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely a lot better than we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Did you guys hear? Just speaking about vocals, real quick. Did you guys hear? Uh, and I've never spoken about this on the show yet. Did you guys hear the new Six Feet Under song? No, no, I did not. Okay, do yourselves a favor because I, I wasn't too familiar with uh, Six Feet Under. I don't remember the vocalist name. But I guess he, I think he was the original Cannibal Corpse vocalist. Go uh-huh. look up Six Feet Under. Oh shit! Well, hang on. I'm gonna look. I can look up the song name. It those is, guys do those really funny, like classic rock covers, right? I think I've, I definitely think I've heard of them before. No, Six Feet Under are like a, they're like a uh, death metal. Yeah, yeah. No, hang like, on. No, yeah. they they did some funny covers like TNT. I see there. By oh, AC was it? TV. Okay, maybe. Yeah. So they they released a new record called Nightmares of of the Decomposed. Yep. Yeah. And the song is called Zodiac. Yeah. Okay. Oh my good God. Just <laughs> it's basically it's a meme record. Like people are just shredding it and it's it's because and you know, I, I try to be really positive and everything. So I'm like, I'm oh, sure yeah. it's not that bad. And I was like, whole I could probably do better metal vocals than this guy. And I can't do <laughs> shit. My interests for sure. Yeah, no, just go go check it out. If you, you guys listening, if you haven't heard Zodiac, go check it out. Report back to me because I, uh, I, <laughs> I would I, love to hear it. Sure. Definitely <laughs> piqued my interest. Yeah, I, I want to listen to that now. Definitely existed, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was. Um, I, I don't remember the vocalist name. The guy with the dreadlocks used to sing for Cannibal Corpse. I don't. Know. Uh, anyway, regardless, completely <laughs> off track here. So. How about you, Graham? What kind of got you started on uh, your musical journey? Some of the first music that you ever heard. Oh, shit, man. Um, so my, my background is Guyana and Grenada. My parents are from not Canada. So I, growing up, listened to a lot of like soca and reggae. Okay. <laughs> and I knew from a very young age it wasn't what I was into. Like I did not dig it. It was, it just, my, it was very different. And I'm obviously the black sheep of my family. They all like that stuff, the happy, feely, fun shit. And that's cool. And I, I respect it. But man, we, we used to run a home daycare. And my mom used to take all of us and the kids to the Pickering Library. And that's when I rented out um, Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory. Yeah. I got those uh, big shiny tune CDs and stuff and oh, whatnot. Oh, and I, oh, Yo, I still have one somewhere. <laughs> right? <laughs> Man, and those things got me into a lot of different shit, but I just, I only picked them out because of the art. I thought they looked cool. Did not know what I was picking up. Never really heard metal <laughs> or rock or nothing like that. Brought it home and I instantly got a boner. Like as soon as I put in hybrid theory, that's right away. First note. Uh. Oh yeah. The fucking 0. 0.3 seconds of the song came on. I was like, why am I hard? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, yeah, fucking hybrid. That's the quote of the episode right there. <laughs> Why that's, am I that's, hard? that's the clip, by the way. That's the clip I'm using. I heard it. I instantly got a boner. Why am I hard? <laughs> but yeah, fucking uh, Chester Bennington, as soon as I heard him come in, because he can go from pretty to fucking aggressive. And I was like, I like this. It made me feel something. I was fucking hard. And it was the first time I ever heard like more heavy music. So that that band was the first band that got me into everything that I am today. And then, you know, after getting a couple big shiny tune CD, I heard Backcountry by Ven Sevenfold. Yeah. And I was like, holy God, I need to learn how to play guitar. <laughs> so I picked up the guitar. Um, I didn't really do a lot of singing, but like, you know, I did a lot of shower singing when I played those on my CD player back of in course. the day in the bathroom. 
I think we all did. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't really have a lot of like experience, but when I joined this band, we knew what kind of sound we wanted to go for. So we actually had a female singer. Her name was Amber. I actually am doing a side project with her and um, she went more into the punk kind of route. We went more metal. So we ended up just parting ways and the guys all fucking looked at me and was like, guess who's singing now? And I was like, <laughs> so I, I only really learned to sing during the recording of trauma, yeah. that, that EP. And then it's just, I've been building since then. Yeah. I think it had only been what, maybe like two months before we actually recorded the EP. Fuck man. That <laughs> you had started doing, that you'd started doing it. Yeah. And it was only because someone had to, that's how we wrote the music. Someone had to do it. Yeah. And like, me personally like I can do like I can do both I'm a little out of practice with my clean singing but I can do both but I've never been a fan of doing both in bands mm. for me it's either I'm gonna do one or the other yeah and so that's why we kind of looked at Damien and I was like I'm not doing both so guess who's singing <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's it's a, a cool thing a definitely and it's a cool thing to have the two vocalists uh vibe too like i've always been fans of bands to do that like for whatever reason i see two people doing vocals and i'm like that's cool like i, I dig it unless there's two guys screaming then it's like okay like that's yeah like, again that's a joke bands do that well. i know i know i know a band that does that so that's why i, <laughs> <laughs> I hear you i hear you but yeah going back um yeah so it was like lincoln park event sevenfold slipknot you know that's that was our age group kind of shit growing mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. Um, I liked all of it. And I remember actually even like protest the hero that got me into a lot more prog yes. on one of the big shiny tunes CDs. Like that changed the game for me a little bit. And I really tried to get a little more progressive in my writing after hearing that, but my God, it, it's a journey. Definitely. So, and you guys had mentioned that you, um, you want to band together in high school. What was, uh, oh, what was up with that? I want to hear all about it. Come on, lay it on me. Oh, man. I'm sure you don't, but I guess we don't have a choice no. here. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's, it's a bit of, that's a bit of a loaded, loaded question. Um, I mean, <laughs> me personally, I was, I was already out of high school for about a year or two. Yeah, this guy's like when, 60 or something. When that happened. I'm not that old. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So 57, like God. <laughs> Actually, I'm 11. <laughs> um, yeah, so I had already, like, how, how old was I when we did that? I was, I was 20, and you were still, what, like 17, 16, 17? Uh, I was now. in grade 10, so I was like 15, 15 16. 16. Yeah. I'm not that much older than you. I know, I was joking. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I ended up becoming the vocalist for their band. Um, and how it happened was because um, our There's former a- guitarist was um, his ex-girlfriend told me that your band was looking for a vocalist and that I should go audition. Yeah, and we we went so, through a hell of a lot of vocalists before running into you. Yeah, and once you came in, I was like, "Yep, I like it." <laughs> and yeah, you stuck. Yeah, but then we ended up having uh, some conflict with one of our other band members, and then the band high school drama. Yeah, and then the of band course. ended up splitting up. We went our separate ways. I went with two of the band members and founded the band I was in previously to this. Uh, that was around for five years. And then he, and then you parted other ways with our former bandmate. Uh, and then you went and did your own band. Yeah. After that, right? Yeah. 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 Like, I think we were only a full band for, like, with me included for like 
three three months four months yeah it wasn't that long at all something and like that we got maybe like what five six songs or something done yeah and we played that show in belleville yeah we played in front of like three people <laughs> we we played yo for a debut bad. that's not bad <laughs> right i mean for me being 15 i was like oh my god i'm playing shows holy shit yeah we, there's we so many the, people here bro so many people there's five of you going around telling my friends yeah i play shows i played in belleville right. <laughs> they're like we, okay i don't care <laughs> we, uh, we, we played the punk and metal fest uh 2014 in belleville and that was a good time. That was like our introduction into the local scene kind of as a band. Yeah, we, we live around Ajax, Ajax Pickering. So we had to drive like almost two hours to get there. Yeah. And then we played like four or five songs in front of three people and went home. It plus, was Plus the other bands. And it was so weird because it was so huge for us. Yeah, it, it felt a lot bigger. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a cool festival. Like it's like, oh, yeah. punk and metal fest. Oh, this is cool. You know, it probably felt like there was more people there at the time. But then once you look back, it's like, no, there was like three people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There were, there were like three actual audience members. Yeah. And then just people everybody just like drinking at banned. the pub, like ignoring us. And, uh, everybody <laughs> like, else was just bands. Just... You stop you're screaming. <laughs> I'm trying to order my craft lager. God damn it. <laughs> right. Put your fucking hands up. No. Like, <laughs> no I want to see a you. fucking circle pit. It's Dude, creepy. there's three of us. You're, you're getting a triangle at best. <laughs> I need to see a circle triangle right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, if you don't have oh, stories man. like that, though, are you even a real band? Let's be serious. Come on. Uh, yeah. For, you know what? Honestly, like what we said earlier, I think we're going to write a song called Why Am I Hard? That's going to be our next single. Why yeah. am I hard? Why am I, I doubt <laughs> it. This Probably goes out not. To every sixteen-year-old in high school going through puberty. <laughs> the second they hear Lincoln Park's hybrid theory, what's a, what's a trip? Is the fact that still to this day, oh, like, I still bump it, dude. Well, that too, but like there are kids that like they still like hybrid theory is still like a rec- that record for them for so many people. Oh, oh yeah, I'm like oh, still yeah. all these years later. You know, Chester's been gone for. Uh, God, how long is it? Three years? years or two years, three years, something like I that? Three years. I think it's three now. Like, yeah, and he's still, that legacy is still being carried on over to the next generation. So it's it's crazy that uh, that's probably the most, as far as when I talk to people on the show about influences and stuff like that, Hybrid Theory and Linkin Park are probably number like two. It really doesn't surprise you know? me. Yeah. I mean, they, they really changed the game like – a lot because the name of the album hybrid theory like they mm-hmm. they changed the genre blending yeah they blended a lot of different shit you know every album was different and progressed in a different way that we all sat there enjoyed and respected and you know rest in peace chester we all fucking miss you mm-hmm. i was actually at work when i heard the news and i almost cried dude like i had to do it yeah. took a lot to not fucking let it out at work i i actually called into work that day <laughs> yeah man, i was already there when i found out so I, I just had to endure through the day i was like no like he's the reason like i'm who i am yeah yeah like he was one of the you know vocalists that did start getting me into like the harder side of hard rock right and mm-hmm. yeah when like i i did actually call into work that day when when i heard the news and i was like yeah no just no. had a death just had a death in the family like really seriously it's not even it's not even a joke like it's like no, it's i mean you know, yeah. Like when you look at Chester and what he number one could do, I mean, for God, like you look at, especially some of that early stuff, like with his scream and stuff, I remember um, 
there was uh, I don't remember. I think it was I, I was watching something on MTV. That's how long ago it was. Um, yeah. It was right when they released the video for. Oh God. Oh no. Oh, was it God. animated? No, no, it wasn't. Uh, wasn't breaking the habit. Um, you can do it. I believe in you. Oh no, they were on stage. No, no, it was it was earlier. I think it was on. I think it was Hybrid Theory. Uh, oh no, uh, they were on stage performing with their backs to the camera. Oh god. Oh no. Oh shit. That's the bridge where like they go super heavy and he just screams. Um, to be oh fair, they no. Do that a lot. Oh no. One step closer, maybe. No. Oh, what the uh, hell! Underground scene in that video. Points of authority. Place for my head. Uh, with you crawling. I, I, can't, I can't remember the fucking what video I'm trying to think of. I think it was they were critiquing it or something, and they had said, "My favorite part about this whole video and this song is when Chester lets out that long scream, giving up, and he and he literally sounds like." There's like three people. There's like three different voices in yeah, that scream. The screams are so unique. Yeah, you can hear like, like he's letting out like two, three different sounds with that scream. It's it, it's yeah. almost impossible, but he fucking did it. Yeah. I, this is bugging the shit out of me. I gotta figure out what song I'm thinking. Of. He does that long. No, that long, like, I'm, 13, I, I think I'm I'm thinking of like two different songs right now. Ah, uh, damn. No, you're not going to get it. We're going to fucking end this interview and be like, oh, it was that song. Yeah. And literally like hum it to myself, the guitar and everything. Faint. That's faint. Faint. Oh, my God. Faint. How did I forget faint? Yeah, that's uh, what? Meteora, I think. That's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like my favorite Linkin Park song. Yeah, yeah. Holy yeah, shit. This is me. This is why I suck as like a podcaster because I'm always like, I forget stuff as I'm talking about it i'll be like oh actually that was kind of fun what's the name of my show before (laughs) (laughs) that was actually kind of fun trying to figure out oh my god so in the video for faint uh, (laughs) at the end of the bridge he goes like right now and he like he just it's it's not a super long scream but it's like yeah and everyone's like tell me like it or not yeah yeah and it's like oh like he literally sounds like there's like three different voices in here yeah that's cool then obviously breaking the habit like that's I mean, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, "Oh, is he really that?" Like, oh, who's this Chester guy? Is he really that great of a vocalist? Yep. Listen to Breaking <laughs> oh, the yeah. Habit, and no doubt go from there. It's hard to say anything bad about his vocals. He went from very soothing to very aggressive mm-hmm. to a low range to a high range. Like, there's uh, he did a lot of it. He did almost everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I remember. I remember twelve year old Edge Lord Ryan. Edge Lord. I mean, getting, getting, getting into getting getting into Edgelord. an argument. <laughs> getting into an argument with my parents and then storming up to my room and blasting Lincoln Park that, because fuck you. Is that how you got your, that's how we got his stage name, Ryan Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a question for you though. Did Edge Lord Ryan wear short sleeve shirts on the long sleeve shirts on their short sleeve shirts? No. Okay. Did he wear affliction? No. Really? Okay. No, I wore MMA Elite instead. Okay. You, yeah, you're, you're younger than me. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's I, I mostly wore lingerie. Fair. <laughs> no, okay. It's cool too, you know. Hey, hey man, yeah, no judgments. Going you know? out. <laughs> going out public I mean, in hey, lingerie. Man, you do look good in lingerie. I can't, I can't lie. Oh, Dad. I mean, you know. You know. I was going to ask you what product you use in your hair because it's very, uh, you know, volumey. Oh, <laughs> you well, what this is is towel drying. 
Ah, that's the key right there. <laughs> Towel dry. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, obviously talking about the early days and having some fun talking about influence is not as always a good time, but I want to discuss with you guys a little bit more about your guys' current project, obviously the new singles and that. Before we do, we're just going to take a quick break here and then we're going to come back with Ryan and Grimm from Please Stand By. We'll be right back. All homes have signs of life and, well, they aren't always as pretty as you think. The hallway walls still show the scuff marks from that time you were absolutely convinced that that bed frame would fit. The trim of the bathroom stained from that time your favorite feline just had to get a better look at your new nail color. <laughs> And then, of course, there's the spot in the kitchen from that dreaded Passasauce incident a couple years back. And, well, you get the picture. Make your house feel new again with a fresh coat of paint from Kale Riddick Painting. Offering expert interior and exterior painting, no residential job is too big or too small. Proudly serving Quinty, Ontario and surrounding areas, Kale Riddick Painting will restore your house back into a home. They also do work on new additions or new builds. Contact them today at Kale Riddick Painting on Facebook, or you can contact them at 613-929-7085. 613-929-7085 for a quote today. And be sure to let them know that Hodder sent you. All right, we're back here with Ryan and Grim from Please Stand By, and we've been uh, having a good time chatting about uh, obviously how COVID has affected them, kind of the early, their early starts with music influences and all that fun stuff, playing in bands in high school, hybrid theory, getting uh, grim stick hard, of course, as well. Might be one of my favorite quotes ever said on this podcast, I think. And that's uh, that's saying something, but yeah, I think it may be for sure. Oh, geez. But um, obviously with you guys, I want to discuss the formation and kind of the early days of Please Stand By. How did Please Stand By come to be? All right. Well, um, so it it kind of happened because um, my former bassist, uh, both of this band and my previous band, and basically almost every other band that I've been in since I've uh, gotten into music, um, he's my best friend of 14 years. Uh, he was no longer in the previous band that we were in together. But him and I, you know, whenever we hang out, it's just kind of part of our friendship that we just write music together because we just enjoy writing music together. And then we realized that, okay, well, we're two guys. We have no, like, no experience in programming drums, in recording, in, in literally any of this. So we have no outlet, outlet for this music that we're writing. What do we do? Oh, so you're using me? <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and the truth comes up, out. What ended up happening was we needed, uh, you know, we were like, okay, well, how about this? Like, let's just let's start a new band, you know. And so then that was when I called. That was when I called up Grim, and was like, hey, you know, we're starting a new band. Do you you want to jump on board? Starting to feel violated. You're only now starting to feel violated. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be the story that gets picked up by the news sites. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> turns out Grim's just being used for his recording purposes. For recording purposes, it's Grim, a common whore. <laughs> a common whore. It's, it's, I it's feel okay. violated. It's, it's okay. You're my whore. Uh, he's touching my, my whore. Uh, <laughs> um, bad touch. Yeah. So then, I, so I called him up and. He jumped on board, and then he called up our rhythm guitarist, uh, George, who then brought our current drummer on board. And Some that domino was... Domino effect. Yeah, domino <laughs> effect. You know, everything just kind of 
fell in line. And um, yeah, then after that, we um, got in touch with Amber and then she joined for the brief stint that she was with us. And uh, that was basically the how the band started. It was just a domino effect of everything lining up. Yeah. I mean, we have a new bassist now. Uh, we have Jordan. Jordan, two sheds. Yes. <laughs> and uh, he's been a lot, been a lot of help and just a, almost a perfect fit for us. You know, we, we got rid of John having um, musical uh, differences. Yeah, differences. He was creative differences. First basses. We it took us a while, but we got the right basses, and it, it just feels like family now. Yeah, we were bassistless for what, like a year almost. We were playing shows and everything still without a bassist. Yeah, we we recorded Trauma without a bassist. <laughs> yeah, I had to fucking do it all. <laughs> which if, which if you're not really a fan of playing bass, is not fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I played bass in high school, so it wasn't too bad to pick up, but I'm obviously more a guitar player than anything yeah but that was the that was the start of the band that was how the band formed and then uh john you know our bassist uh ended up leaving due to those creative differences you know then amber left and now we're here awesome well so as far as you had mentioned obviously uh the guy, first EP you guys dropped trauma um so how how was that process like you guys mentioned earlier Graham, how like you had been singing for like what like two, i think you said like two months before you guys started recording so how was that and kind of the process for that ep uh <laughs> well this is gonna be fun <laughs> it was uh you know we we were just writing how we felt at the moment and how some of our friends were going through a lot of different things so we wrote to give them a voice yeah and, and all the things that we've been through ourselves and it was a lot of very traumatic things so we just named the album trauma because we, yeah. we just gave everyone's trauma a voice that, at least for our friends and hopefully everyone else who can relate to it like knows they're not alone like people are out there going through different things and you know i think that just hearing that there's songs out there and literally any kind of content that shows it, it it makes them just feel less alone and makes them feel like they have a voice too yeah i mean trauma is a huge huge you know aspect in everybody's life everybody goes through it right and it's something that everybody can connect with and relate to and you know just like i'm sure even for you tj the the bands that we all grew up listening to you know made us you know, feel like we weren't alone, like we weren't the only people going through the things that we were going through. And, you know, in our music, what we want to do is we want to, we want to give to our audience and our listeners the same thing that the bands that we grew up listening to gave to us yeah. when we were growing up. And the, the, the process of writing that album was, I mean, it had its ups and downs. There was a lot of, uh, it, was it was our fun. It was the first time we wrote something as a band like that album. Yeah. So we all had different ways of doing it, different ideas, different thoughts. And it, it was that bonding album for us because we threw in all of our experiences, but we also threw in all of our creative ideas and mm -hmm. writing. So it kind of showed, showed us all like how we write, yeah. what we do and it connected us and it actually helps us like write together for, in the after that like yeah. it, it helped us develop how we write with each other what we like what we can work with what we can learn how we work in the studio together and um going back to what you asked 
yeah, it was, I feel like it was even less than two months when they made me the singer, and then we went in and recorded <laughs> that goddamn album. Yeah. Walking through the I, studio, um, by the way, you're doing vocals. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like, really. And you know, but yeah. you know, when it came time, I I I spent those the two months maybe practicing like a lot. I went yeah. home. I watched videos. I, I practiced in the shower. I annoyed my parents. You know, I did all of it. Like I very, I took it very seriously. I actually quit smoking while we were writing that album just to help my vocals grow. And I haven't been smoking since then. And I feel like it's been helping me a lot, especially yeah. with my breathing. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. But man, it was a. Uh, I just had to dive into it and do it. And yeah. I've never done anything like that before. <laughs> yeah. The 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 process of writing trauma. Like I said, there were there were a lot of ups and downs. There was a lot of fun that we were having at rehearsal, at the shows we were playing leading up to the recording and release of the album. Um, there, you know, we had a lot of great times, but, you know, just like with every band, and I'm sure this isn't the first time you've heard this, you know, there were also a lot of downs. There were a lot mm -hmm. of times where we'd get on each other's nerves and just want to fucking just like throttle each other to death. And... Um, you know, both, you know, at like rehearsal and like writing as well as like in the studio. But, you know, it's, it's all part of that process. Just the growing definitely. process and learning. Right. It was, uh, it was definitely a fun EP to do. It was something sure. we needed to do. Yeah. Just yeah, as a band and something we wanted to do for our friends. And I think it, it came out all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it's still, you know, like I had I made the comment to Ryan um, earlier when we started talking how like it's a very, like what, with what you guys have now, like with what you guys have dropped this year, the focus seems a little more, a little more clear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just a little, a little tiny, that tiny bit more polished where you know exactly what you're going for. Um, whereas with Trauma, it's a great record and I, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but Thanks. What you guys are doing now? It's just a little more, a little more. Okay, this yeah. is what we're really going for. A little more put together, like technically or theoretically, it was a hybrid of all of our ideas for uh, yeah trauma because it was the first thing we worked on together. So yeah. we all threw in our our two cents and riffs and ideas and whatnot, and that's what happened. It yeah, just, it was just a giant melding pot. Yeah, whereas now when we write, we, we're like, we're going to go for this kind of sound, or we're going to mm -hmm. write about this, and then we're all on the same page of like how we want the songs to sound before we write it. Exactly. Yeah, I guess Definitely. trauma, we didn't do that at all. No, we didn't. <laughs> it just came out whatever we felt. Yeah. <laughs> Which definitely has its place, too, and I mean, you look back at all, uh, every band, their first record, you know, a lot of them, they're still trying to find their sound and exactly what they're going for, you know? Yeah. yeah so it's exactly. definitely not like it's a unique thing for sure. Yeah. But then I'll, that for us, for sure. Definitely. But then obviously from there, you guys, uh, earlier this year, uh, you dropped a single, uh, and I'm going to say this the full way because it seems like it kind of needs to be, please stand by dot, 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 for further instructions. Which right. I dig that. I, that's really cool. I saw that and I was like, "Yo, I dig that." Um, <laughs> and then obviously from there, you know, Deliverance, BLM, of course. Um, yeah. But looking back on when you guys dropped for further instruction, I mean, that was in January, correct? So that yeah. was 
almost another lifetime ago at this point, almost. With yeah. Honestly, we dropped that right before like this pandemic stuff yeah. happened. So it, it like really worked out because the song is about zombies and virus and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah I was gonna. I was gonna ask that. I was like, Yeah, we did not know, know what something. Was we didn't know. We didn't, we didn't start the flag. I promise. <laughs> I figured it out, guys. It was these, these motherfuckers <laughs> I mean, right as, here. Conspiracy theory. As shitty as the virus is and whatnot. Yeah. I guess the one good thing about it, there is no good thing, but if you're going to be positive about it, it worked with the song release. <laughs> it did. Coincidentally. Yeah. That is actually really funny because I, I, I was going to ask about that because I'm like, and then, you know, from there, like there was a few month period where there was nothing. So it's like, Hey man, I'm still waiting for further instruction. What's going on? Like what's with this virus <laughs> shit? What's going on, man? But and then damn if we got it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone says the Simpsons predict the future. Nah, nah I know. I know who really predicts the future. Here, guys. <laughs> Man. <laughs> well, that's cool. But even like, you know, comparing that to deliverance, like, did you guys record that all at the same time or was that? No. Okay. No. What do you mean by that? Ed? Like, did we record the songs at the same time and then just release them? Oh, uh, no, no. Like, did you, I, like, I didn't know if you guys had had, like you had something ready to drop. I know you had mentioned earlier, like, you know, we're going to do this, put some stuff out, but we're not going to go super heavy because we can't tour or anything to support a record. So I, I didn't know if you guys had it all recorded at once or. No, no, no. It, it no. was separate. We, we kind of wanted to focus on one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. So that's what we did. But um, yeah. And how, how like, deliverance ended up getting released when it did was be that was that was part of like one thing that we were talking about while we were in quarantine right when we were talking about the oh like there's no point in dropping another ep or or, or doing a, a like a full lp so you know what do we do going forward for the time being until things kind of sort of start getting back to normal ish and then we landed on the idea of okay well let's just do some singles that way we can still you know, we can still get music out, we can still get content out, we can still, you know, um, you know, be active and, mm-hmm. you know, not let this hold us back as much as it has some other people, right? Yeah. And it's cool because, like, Deliverance, I mean, that was, I don't know if I mentioned this in the intro, guys, but that's the song that was, like, you know, I actually, like, <laughs> one of my favorite songs of 2020. Um, Thank you. Did you ask yourself, why am I hard? <laughs> <laughs> I came later. You know what? <laughs> We're going to try and write a song one day that's going to do that to at least one person and I can die happy. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, well, I mean, if you were hard, I hope you came later. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, and this is, this will be his last interview with us. <laughs> no, nah. no, this has been a lot of fun. I, no, no, I, I, I think never, it would be, man, you should I, see us. You should see us as a band. I, I think it would be his last interview us if we blue balled them. <laughs> oh God. No, you you will never be as bad as my homies in uh, shouts to harmonic dissection. <laughs> oh, worst, yeah. worst in it, I love. Let me be very clear. I love those guys, but we had it's like a running joke. So I had uh, Kyle and uh, I can't I can't remember the name of the two guitarists at the moment. Daryl um, and David. Yes, yes. Yeah. I know it was two D's. I couldn't remember their names. I had the three double of them on D's. double D's. Kyle and the double D's. <laughs> um, uh, I had them on, and I had forgotten that we would do the interview that night because I fucked up, and I was already like half in the bag, which I never do when I'm doing a podcast. Hey, so I was yes. So I was half in the bag, and they were half in the bag as well, but they were all in the same room. 
Yeah. So it was just, oh my, it was just, it was about an hour of me just basically listening to them like shit on each other and like just give each other shit. And like, it was just classic band shit. Oh, it was just, so, it was so much fun. I, I thought it was awesome. People were like, this is the worst interview you've ever done. And I'm like, it is, but it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all so, that yeah, Shouts to the homies. That's uh, that's good times for sure. Um, yeah. But so obviously with deliverance, there's a little bit more of a, again, like with, having so much clean vocals in the song compared to maybe some of the stuff you guys done before. Like obviously the clean vocals were there, but like there's almost like a little more of a polish. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's kind of the word I'm looking for, I guess. It's almost like the vote, the cleans are, are uh, are the lead, but then obviously you still come in with that heavy bridge, which is, you gotta, y'all can't see it, but I just raised the old horns. I uh, (laughs) like, I, I personally feel like as far as like, our music goes like trauma, like this, the, the title song of the EP definitely had like more predominant, like lead clean singing. Oh yeah. You know, cause there's only that one, uh, like breakdown that I do in that That's song. That's true. Yeah. Um, but deliverance, I feel like vocally between the two of us is our more balanced, like it's yeah. our more like well-rounded song. Oh yeah. You know, cause we, we both get an equal amount of, uh, vocal time in the song. Yeah, and the way the song is written, it just works. That's what we needed to do for it, you know? Yeah, and, you know, I mean, that song was also a lot of fun to do. I love that song. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely a great song, for sure. Um, then, obviously, from there, the most recent single you guys dropped on later the 27th, as you folks are hearing this, you dropped a video for it, which you should go check out because it's a really, really cool video, and I'm expecting you guys to have some things to say about it. Obviously, um, everything going on in the world right now, a lot of people are they're taking a stand because they're just fucking sick and tired of the yeah. way certain things are going right now. And obviously, with you guys, with BLM, what's up with that single? Give me a, give me the rundown on how that all yeah, came to be. I mean, uh, the title speaks for itself. Black Lives yeah. <laughs> Matter. We we definitely are. We believe in it, and we we want to kind of do it in a way that isn't so you know, aggressive or violent. We just want people to know, like, we care about this and this, this is what we're going to do. We're going to say something about it. We couldn't hold it back anymore. Yeah, there, there are a lot of musicians out there, I find, that, you know, decided not to say anything or they mm-hmm. just decided to follow, like, either follow the trend or just say very little about yeah. um, their their feelings on the matter because depending on their platform, you know, they didn't, maybe they didn't want to end up like under fire. Maybe they, um, you know, don't want to take such a, a political uh, stance on their platform, which is, you know, understandable and yeah, re- respectable. Um, but for us, it was more a matter of, no, we feel strongly about this. Yeah. This well, isn't right. And we, we have something to say. Yeah. Like, like we said about trauma, we just want to give people a voice you know, and we were able to do that for some of our friends in trauma. And it's like, you know what? Why stop? Yeah, definitely. Giving a voice to something and that you feel strongly about and being just unapologetic about it. Just be yeah. like, Hey, we're shout not going to, you know, shout out to uh, Aton for doing that video for us. Oh my God. Yeah. And Devin like, for a badass yeah. video. Yeah. Aton from, um, her majesty, the King did that video and he banged it out of the park. Yeah. Perfect. Also, like, shout out to Devin Grote of Pillars of Autumn. He makes us sound way better than we actually are. 
<laughs> he produces us. Facts. Straight facts. <laughs> no, nah, he's great. He's yeah, great. they're they're both great guys to work with, and it was uh, you know it's always a pleasure working with the, working with the two of them. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know having a platform like music, it's all about having a voice. And if you're not using your voice to stand up for the things you believe in, in my opinion, anyway, you know, then what is the point of having that platform? Yeah, I mean, everyone has a voice for different things, but this we choose to use ours for, yeah, just a better out there because it's, it's kind of wild out there right now, man. <laughs> yeah, it definitely. Is. Yeah, that, that's exactly that. That was the whole point of the song was to be like, hey, we're not afraid to say something. Yeah, and you know, like a lot of it was making us mad the things we were seeing. So we put that anger and aggression into BLM. I think BLM is one of our heavier ones that yeah, are out. Oh, Definitely, yeah. And you know, all that aggression came out into sound and we just ran with it. Yeah, and I mean, it's even in the lyrics of the song, right? You know, I will not stand oh. idly by. Yeah. Right? I just saw the uh, the sign behind you. Uh, move your head again. It's a where words fail, music speaks. That's and that's, that's that's perfect. That's exactly <laughs> yep. it. That's, that's it, right it man. That's it. And it's funny because like you were mentioning about um, a lot of musicians are kind of like almost like scared to say anything. Um, but what's been really cool is a lot of the metal community has been just the polar opposite, where they're just like, no, we don't really give a shit. Shouts to shouts to uh, Rob Flynn and Jesse Leach, uh, who really didn't give a shit, and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna release some music," and they just got shit on, and they're like, "We don't really care." Like, you know, yeah. oh, goddamn, Rob Flynn was going on like his Facebook Live every other day talking shit about like all this stuff. It's like, man, they don't care because if you have a voice, you should use it, you know, and you should yeah, talk exactly. about the things you believe That's, in. It's so speaking, important. Speaking of what you said, uh, mostly metalhead saying stuff, and I think. The reason for that is uh, metal progress projects a lot of like aggression, mm-hmm. and a lot of the things we want to talk about are things we're wild up about. It's just it's better to take it out with aggressive music. Yeah, just, um, it speaks to it more, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the you know go, going back to what you said as well, you know, like the metal community has never been afraid of taking on subject matter and topics that you know other platforms are too afraid to kind of traverse through yeah you know be because simply of the fact that we don't care you know like we we care but we don't care about what other people have to say about what we say you know we'll we will just say however we're feeling completely unadulterated unfiltered and unapologetically yeah this is how we feel (laughs) we don't like what's going on in the world right now yeah and this is what we have to say about it, whether you like it or not. <laughs> you get what you get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Well, with that, we're going to jump into the track here right now. Crank it up. This is BLM by Please Stand By.
right, guys, there you have it. That was BLM by Please Stand By. Hell of a track. Uh, and of course, you guys can check out the video for that right now on their Facebook page as well as it's on the YouTube as well, correct? If I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Yes. It's out on Spotify now as well. Yeah. Awesome. It's out on YouTube, Spotify. It's everywhere where you can stream and listen to music for free. Awesome. Very, very good. And uh, again, shout out to, uh, you should, should, that was, uh, a- a- Anton from, uh, Aton, yeah. Aton, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Shout out to him. Very badass video for sure. So go check that out. So obviously, uh, before we go here, um, is there kind of anything else coming up that you guys want to, uh, you guys want to talk about right now? Or obviously, I mean, obviously you guys uh, literally just dropped a single, so <laughs> that's probably, <laughs> yeah, we weren't planning on, uh, letting a, people know what we were up to okay but you want to say anything? Uh, all, all i'm gonna say is uh we've got some things going on in the works over here and uh yeah just you know if you if you like our stuff and um you know you want to check us out on facebook instagram um our youtube you know just uh, check out at please stand by ca and uh, we'll keep you guys posted on what we've uh, got coming next. Awesome. Very, very good. Well, it's been a blast talking with you guys. Thank you so much for coming on and for releasing such badass music. We'll definitely uh, have, to, ha- definitely have to do this again. It was a lot of fun. Graham, Ryan, sure. thanks so much, guys. Take care. You too. You too. All right, guys. There you have it. My chat with Ryan and Grim from Please Stand By. Hope you guys enjoyed the chat. It was a lot of fun getting to shoot the breeze with them. Uh, definitely a very, very fun, fun, <laughs> fun time. Even with the, uh, you know, couple of issues there at the end. We literally, it was hilarious because I, unfortunately, I had a little bit of a, a time constraint on me. So I literally had like five minutes before I had to literally leave for work. And right as we were ending, the uh, their internet cut out completely, and we couldn't figure out what was wrong. And then the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, then the microphones weren't working on there, and we couldn't figure it out. So uh, if you guys noticed that the last couple minutes were really, really rushed, and I sound panicked, that's why. It's <laughs> because I was uh, I was running in the red, and I was like, "Boys, I gotta go! Like, <laughs> we got a motor." <laughs> But it was a lot of fun. Thanks so much again to Ryan and Grim for coming on the show. Be sure to go check out Please Stand By on the social medias. They did list them there, and I'll try and make sure I list them down below or that I tag them in the social media posts. Well, yeah, be sure to follow The Hotter Show on all the social media platforms. We have the Facebook and the Instagram at The Hotter Show. Be sure, of course, to check us out wherever you find your podcast. Hit that subscribe button. And also, real quick note I want to mention here. Uh, I had to have someone say... That there was a feed issue, uh, apparently, with uh, the app that they use, which I'm not going to share it here because I actually am not really a fan of that, <laughs> that app. Uh, let me be very, very clear when I say this. Check out the show on different platforms. Me, personally, I use Spotify a lot. I love Spotify. Spotify has never let me down. Knock on wood. But um, also... The Anchor app, which is Anchor is the site that the show is hosted on. It's a totally free app to use. It doesn't take up a lot of space. You can download shows on it. It's super easy. Go check that out. Uh, apparently, the app in question has issues a lot. So I uh, I do employ you to check out other apps because you can find this show 
on like, I think it's like 13 different apps right now. So if you have a podcast app, search The Hotter Show. You'll find this on there, but maybe download a couple of extra free ones. I do enjoy uh, the Spotify, like I mentioned. Anchor's great, as well as uh, Podcast Addict. It's another one I've been known to use uh, quite a bit there. Or you can always find the show on YouTube or at least clips of the show on YouTube. Um, but you can even listen on a browser on uh, on the old website there, uh, Podbeard Network website. Go check out The Hotter Show on there. As well as, I believe, Anchor, you can actually listen on uh, the web browser as well. So something to think about. Or literally message me and I will send you the audio. Okay? <laughs> like... <laughs> If that's how desperate you are to listen to the show, I will literally send you the MP3 file, okay? Either way, I appreciate it, and I appreciate you, uh, my friend. Let me know that there was an issue with that that I needed to address. Just like I appreciate my hotheads, my Patreon supporters, my boy Scotty D and Will from Rolls Royce. Thank you guys so much for all your support. Check out The Hotter Show Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash The Hotter Show become a member of that exclusive community there. I got more stuff cooking now that uh, I'm not going to be burning the candle at both ends uh, after hopefully this upcoming weekend. I will uh, hopefully have a tiny, teensy little bit more free time on my hands. To, uh, that's, a, that's a fun joke, free time. Uh, <laughs> like Sam said, you know, what is on last week's episode saying that it takes up a lot of my quote-unquote free time, which... It's just fun because I don't like having free time. I like keeping myself busy. But either way, um, I am going to be getting the uh, podcast that I was doing on there started up again for sure. That is going to happen very, very soon. Uh, probably next month, I'm going to get it going again and try and make sure I keep up on it. As well as hopefully some more video stuff coming there that you can't find anywhere else but on the Hotter Show Patreon. For like literally a dollar a month, you can help support the show. Check it out. I definitely appreciate it. As well as check out the sponsors of The Hotter Show, Jay Bridges Larch, who takes care of all my logo needs, my t-shirts, banners, social media stuff, the interview promos you see. He does all that for me. Jason, thank you so much for all your support, man. Check him out, jaybridgesdelarts.com, as well as on the social media, jaybridgesdelarts. Of course, Mean Beard for keeping my beard feeling and looking awesome. And of course, my man, Kel Riddick Painting, who, you know, is a, is a great friend that does fantastic work. Unfortunately, have not had to use Kale Riddick painting at this point because I don't know a house. But uh, if I did, you bet your ass that I would uh, I would use Kale Riddick painting. Check it out, Kale Riddick painting. Be sure to let them know that uh, your boy Harder sent you. And of course, Mean Beard MB15 TJH is my discount code. And hit me up and I'll give you some recommendations there. I've done enough blabbing. I'm going to sign off here today and I'll catch you next time on the Harder Show. Take it easy, guys. Peace.